Whether you're starting a game or starting your day, you need to pick a starting lineup and you're going to want the starter from Jack Black. Loaded with the superior skincare the pros love, Kings fans can get the starter for just $10, shipping included. Available exclusively at GetJackBlack.com with the code TEAMJB, the starter has four of Jack Black's best-selling skincare and shave products, plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm, SPF 25. Here's to the winning combination for 2023, the LA Kings and the starter from Jack Black. $10 plus free shipping, available at GetJackBlack.com with the code TEAMJB, while supplies last. You're listening to an L.A. Kings podcast. For more episodes of this and every other Kings program, visit lakings.com slash podcast. Controlling Santini. Which one did he score? Santini, a wrist shot. Got through. You're listening to All the Kings Men, the official podcast of the L.A. Kings. Now, here's your host, Jesse Cohen. Welcome back, Kings fans. I am Jesse Cohen. This is All the Kings Men. Between the entry draft, trades, and free agency, the LA Kings have added more than a dozen players since the end of the 2022-23 season. Over the next few weeks, we're bringing you episodes featuring guests that covered their teams and saw them play to give you a better sense of who they are and what you can expect. Today we're talking about a pair of defensemen, Steven Santini and Joe Hicketts. In addition to that, I recently asked our listeners to submit questions, and you didn't disappoint. We're not getting into any of those questions today. I am working on getting some answers to a few of them, and uh, answers to some of my own questions that popped up as a result of your questions. So, well done you. Uh, All of that is to say, keep sending them in. You can email me at kingsmenpodcast at gmail.com, or reach out to me on any social media platform, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, Facebook. They're all at kingsmenpodcast. Again, that's at Podcast or email at kingsmenpodcast at gmail.com. Hope you enjoy hearing about two of the newest members of the LA Kings organization. Joining me now from the Springfield Thunderbirds, Ryan Smith. How are you doing today, Ryan? I'm great, Jesse. Thanks for having me. I'm not going to lie. When I saw your name as I was uh, perusing the Springfield Thunderbirds directory, I thought... Let me guess. Former LA Kings Ryan Smith, and I went, oh, I'm not sure how this is going to go. A <laughs> little less hair. Yeah, well, and uh, fewer demands to be traded from LA, so we like <laughs> <it>. <laughs> um, But we're here today to talk about Steven Santini, who was signed as a free agent by the LA Kings. Uh, now, in recent history, the Kings have sort of established a pattern of drafting right-handed defensemen who fit the mold of a Sean Dursey, a Brant Clark, a Jordan Spence, a Sean Walker, to a lesser extent, a Drew Doughty, uh, Otto Celine, like I could go down the list, Helgi Granz, like, and then when they get a guy like Brock Faber, who's defense first and, you know, a little bit larger, he winds up being the first, you know, prospect moved out. And then their left shot defensemen tend to be a little bit taller, a little bit more defensively responsible. So when I saw this signing, it did cause an eyebrow to go up. Um, so broad strokes, what can you tell us about Steven Santini's game? So I had a chance to watch Steven for pretty much two full seasons with us. And at the American League level, he is the consummate pro and a leader. Uh, everything involved in his game, there is a purpose to it. There is a fierce competitiveness. So 
competitive, in fact, that uh, my first interaction with him, I think, ever was at our uh, media day photo shoot just for in-house stuff here. And we had guys going through getting their headshots taken, asking, should I smile? Should I not? And we literally said to Steven, want to give us a smile? He's like, no, I, I, don't, I don't do that for photos. Wow. So right. he, is the, <laughs> he is the definition of locked in, serious business at hand when he's between the walls of the rink. And his game is the uh, quintessential meat and potatoes kind of game from a defensive standpoint. He's not going to wow you with skill. He's not going to wow you with offense. But what you get from him is someone who's willing to lay his body out for just about anything that comes his way. Uh, he will stand up to fiercer opponents, bigger opponents. He'll make the simple reads and the smart decision 99 times out of 100. He rarely will get himself into trouble. And while he might not be the offensive stalwart to the point of, as you were mentioning, of a Dowdy or a Dursey or a Walker, you know what you're going to get from him night in and night out. He's a very predictable player in how he plays the game. And that makes him a coach's delight because you know exactly what you're going to get from him day in and day out. And while he's not the biggest man in the world, he is willing to do what it takes. He can drop mitts if he has to. He's more willing. He's more so willing to stay in his lane, block a shot, uh, do the little things that are required and the things that are not uh, that are not the flashy things that you look for in the modern defenseman. When he's paired with an offensively minded left shot D, that's when he really is at his best because the two uh, have a tendency to work really well off of each other. You mentioned um, that he takes everything very seriously, the consummate professional. I'm just flipping through his photos here on HockeyDB, not a smile to be found. Uh, but how is he with teammates? I mean, is he stern? Is he intimidating? Or is he just single-minded? Uh, no, no. The, the weird thing is, for as uh, serious as he is between the walls of the rink, off the rink, he is one of the absolute nicest, most generous people uh, that we've ever come into contact with here. Very appreciative of his teammates, of the coaching staff, of the people on the front office side. Uh, there are some players who sort of have a wall up between the hockey side of things and the others who are going behind the scenes with things of that nature. Um, but just a, I said consummate professional and just a consummate uh, human being. Uh, he's now a father. He's got, I think he's got two young kids now for uh, not being 30 yet. So he really has uh, more so than some others at his age. He has done a lot more growing in that time. And that goes back to, I think you can kind of trace it all back to his hockey path growing up. His dad owns a rink in New York. So uh, he was at the rink constantly as a kid. He went to the U.S. Uh, development program where he had just phenomenal coaching there along the way. Went to Boston College, played for Jerry York. So uh, you certainly can see uh, the habits, the great habits from all those different people in his life and in his career uh, that have really turned him into the pro and the teammate that he is now. And again, if people are looking for uh, anything to knock him from a humanity standpoint, there just there isn't anything there. He's uh, he's someone that is a, it's a joy to have him in the same room on the same bus on the same plane as you on a day to day basis. He's a second round pick in 2013, which feels like a long time ago. But if yeah. you is that Adrian Kempe and uh, Victor Arvidsson and Kevin Fiala were all taken in 2014. Suddenly, it doesn't seem that long ago, even though it was 10 years ago. Um, but as a second round pick, I mean, that's a you know, 42nd overall. That's a fairly impressive draft profile. 
Um, has he settled into um, a place in his career, or do you see there as being still NHL upside left, but potentially to be mined out of him? I think it kind of depends on the situation with him. And I think the only real, I, I don't even think it's his fault, really. I think it's just the way that the position of the defenseman has evolved in his time in the league. Um, teams are now obsessed, and for good reason, uh, with looking for guys who are two-way threats, who can push offense, who can break pucks out of their own zone, but who can still get back in their own end, have good gaps, and be really responsible defensively. Um, and I think it's just a byproduct of the player he has been for much of his life has been the shutdown guy. He's been the penalty kill extraordinaire who, again, isn't going to get you into trouble, but isn't going to push offense. So I think I think if we go back 10 years, I think there was still uh, coming out of that second lockout. There was there was still kind of an appetite for more of the stay at home style defenseman. And it's not to say that you can't still put together an NHL caliber career. I think of somebody like Jacob Slavin, who fits that bill beautifully in Carolina. Um, I think the only difference there is Slavin is, of course, a world-class, unbelievable skater. Uh, not that Santini can't uh, get moving, but I think if there is a part of his game that perhaps as age has gone on, maybe that's where things have taken maybe a small step back. But um, again, I think it's just sort of the byproduct of the way that the defense position has evolved, especially over the last decade or so. But in terms of do I think he could still log NHL minutes in NHL games? Yes, I absolutely think he can. I think it would probably be in a bottom pair role uh, just for the way that the position is so valued these days with uh, with really the pushing of the offense. And in the era of advanced stats, it's all about uh, pushing that possession time and pushing the uh, breakouts and the offenses and the exits. So the Kings have done... Uh a real sort of flip in recent years, you know, for, for two or three years, we would talk about the incredible depth we had on the right side of the blue line. Um, I think at one point we had nine names maybe that, that were either NHL ready or projected to be NHL players in the short term. We're now down to five and it's Drew Doughty, Matt Roy, who will undoubtedly start the season on the LA Kings. Then we have Brant Clark, Jordan Spence and Steven Santini. Um, and I think a lot of people are assuming that Brant Clark will begin the season on the Kings. That's not guaranteed. Um, if Brant Clark doesn't, Jordan Spence will have an excellent opportunity. Both of these guys, very young with high ceilings. But that leaves the right side of the defense in Ontario. Basically, Steven Santini and whichever one of Clark or Spence doesn't make the Kings, if one of them doesn't, it's entirely possible that both of them do. So, So is he a top pair defender in the AHL? In my view, he is. And for us, I go back to the year we made the Calder Cup Finals in 2022, and he was paired with Tyler Tucker for most of that year for us. And Tyler Tucker now for St. Louis went from being a seventh-round draft pick to being a guy who more than likely will make the Blues coming out of training camp in the fall. At least I think he will make the Blues coming out of camp this fall. And Santini was a just huge mentor to Tyler uh, in just how to go about your day-to-day business and I foresee a situation for him with the rain where he can be relied upon as your top penalty killing defenseman he can play your 22 to 25 minutes a night and he can be that mentor to Clark or to Spence or to any of the other youngsters but those two in particular for being right shot D who are trying to kind of get a name and a footing for themselves as they make the transition to pro and the fact of the matter is uh Steven is 
so well-rounded and experienced, even for being, I think he just turned 27 or 28 this past year. So he's still uh, by no means an old, old savvy veteran or anything of that nature. He is a savvy veteran, but he's just not that O word (laughs) you could say. So I foresee him in the Ontario situation being a key cog in their team and for a team in Ontario that I only get a chance to see from afar. Uh, offense has been the name of their game the last couple of seasons. And when they had Marty Burke scoring 40 goals for them two seasons back, we got to see him score 30 here last year. Um, we know the offense that the Kings American League affiliate has brought the last couple of years but he'll provide something a little bit different for them from their back line. And I think that instantly makes them a more formidable team for opponents to go up against. I'm probably reading way too much into this. I have begun to try and untrain myself from making these gross assumptions, but I'm just going to keep doing it for today. Um, The Kings also signed Joe Hicketts, who plays for the Iowa Wild. And I mentioned at the outset that they have this pattern of, you know, specific types of defensemen playing the left or the right. Joe Hicketts is continuing to flip that script. He's five foot eight, left shot defenseman, more offensively minded. Does he strike you as the kind of player that could potentially pair with Steven Santini and make like a top, a reliable top pair for Ontario that you don't have to worry about disrupting or being called up or, or, you know, assuming full health, that can be your sort of stable foundation of your defense. Yeah. I'm not going to pretend that I'm an, Sure. American general manager or a head coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On paper, I look at those two and I say, yes, absolutely. That is a great veteran tandem to have at the top. You look at what those two have done in their American League careers. Joe Hicketts, if I'm not mistaken, has a Calder Cup under his belt from his days with Grand Rapids. I'm going to have to double check that, but I'm pretty sure he was on that team. Um, someone who has been successful in the American League and another one who is sort of learned the ropes and has kind of accepted at this point in his career that uh, he is someone who is looked at as a mentor to the young defense prospects. And if you look around the NHL, I think the really good young defensemen are the ones who um, had a chance to develop a little bit in the American League and have a veteran leader like a Santini or a Hicketts to kind of kind of gauge the understanding of what it's like to be a pro day to day. And so many of the guys talk about one of the biggest transitions going from junior or from college to pro is just learning how to be self-sufficient in your life on a day-to-day basis. You're making your own meals. You're going back to your own house. You might have a roommate or two. You might be by yourself. And it's just all the little things that you don't have to think about when you're in junior, when you're building, or you're in college where you have housing with members of your team together. And there's still all these resources for you to go utilize from your school Whereas in the professional landscape, it's a completely different thing altogether. And I think those two, their combined experiences over their pro careers, I think makes them kind of encyclopedias of knowledge that the younger players like Frank Clark and Jordan Spence can kind of learn from and pick brains of. And in the long haul, little things like that go a long way into the success of guys going into the National Hockey League and sticking in the National Hockey League. Well, we are going to talk to uh, your counterpart from the Iowa Wild later today about Joe Hickett. So I appreciate all the info on uh, Stephen, and I can uh, toss the same question to him. Ryan Smith, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Jesse. Joining me now, broadcaster for the Iowa Wild, Ben Gislason. How are you doing today, Ben? 
Great, Jesse. Uh, terrific to be talking with you here and talking about a guy that has really endeared himself uh, here in Iowa and I'm sure is going to do the same out on the West Coast now. So I do want to talk about, uh, we're talking about Joe Hicketts. I do want to talk about what kind of guy he is. But speaking uh, to your counterpart in uh, in in the uh, Thunderbirds organization, um, talking about Steven Santini, spoke to Ryan Smith earlier today. And I realized, I mean, I'd already known it, but I'm going to give you the same spiel I gave him, which is that whether by design or by coincidence, the Kings have of of late acquired right shot defensemen who are offensive, maybe a little bit slighter of build, puck moving, offensive minded guys. And their left shot defensemen tend to be a little bit on the larger side, a little bit slower afoot, maybe a little bit more stay at home sort of defensive minded defensemen. In Steven Santini and Joe Hicketts, they have flipped the script. Joe Hicks, five foot eight, you know, swifter afoot from what I understand, a little bit more offensive minded. Steven Santini, six foot two, I think, more defensive minded, stay at home, a little bit, you know, more physical. So in my mind, I'm probably overthinking this, but in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, maybe they pair Santini and Hicketts as a combo. They still have one of each. They've just reversed positions, but now they don't have to worry about. What happens if one of those guys gets called up to fill in a space on the Kings roster? Not that neither of these two players are capable of it, but at least now they have a stable pairing in Ontario, one of each who can each do that role reliably, despite the fact that maybe they're not in the same script that the Kings have been following. Am I out of line there on that description of Joe Hicketts? I would not call that overthinking. I would call that proper thinking. I think that right. seems like a, a very natural way to to build out a potential deep pair. Uh, and Joe Hicketts is a player that I really think he'll do about anything you want him to do. Uh, he's played he's played top line minutes every every minute he's been here, top deep pair minutes every minute he's been here. He's a guy that you can put out in the last minute of a game, whether you're up a goal or whether you're down a goal. Um, this guy, uh, I can, I'm, I'm thinking about it right now and I'm, I'm clamming up because I'm thinking of some of the shot blocks this guy had this season and they were painful to watch from all the way up in my perch and whatever arena they were in. Uh, he's a player that will bring to you an immense amount of dedication on the ice. He cares a lot. Um, he puts everything out on the ice every single night. There are some nights, I don't know how he was able to get back up and play after the nights he had prior because of how physical he does play even for a guy of his stature at five foot eight I believe like you mentioned he's a smaller guy to look at but I heard it when he came over from Graham Rapids talking to Bob Kaser their longtime voice there who said keep your eyes out because as much as you want to be able to think you can fly through neutral with him out there and get away with stuff he has a knack for finding that vicious open ice hit and he'll throw a handful of those every season where he'll hit players much larger than him. But it's more about timing and center of gravity for him than it is brute force and strength. And he's sent some bodies flying last year. And and that's talking more on the defensive side of Joe Hicketts. But yes, the things that sparkle about Joe is the offense. He was third in the American Hockey League last year in power play assists with 24. He's a tremendous quarterback of the power play at the American Hockey League level. He gets shots through very well has a nice one-time release if you have to let him get the puck onto the net, Um, but also he's a good skater and he's a good creator with the puck. 
Uh, and even strength, too. Uh, he'll create on that front as well. He actually scored a lot of goals two seasons ago. I think he was one of the top three defensemen uh, goal scorers in the entire American Hockey League. He flipped the script a little bit last year, was a little higher on the assist side. But he's a dynamic defenseman at the American League level. He certainly has the capability to be a nice option, whether it's an eighth or ninth D for L.A. should they run into injury problems up with the big club. And um, he will be missed dearly here. But what I'm excited about is hopefully this is a guy who you cheer for, you root for, and you hope gets a chance to stick a little bit at the National Hockey League level, hopefully with the Kings this year. I want to talk about that that power play quarterbacking because he led the Iowa Wild with assists last year with 42. There are two guys on the Ontario Reign for the last two years where you could watch them on the power play. And, and it's rare, I think anyway, that I've ever seen players control the entire ice when they have the puck, right? It's almost like through sheer force of will, they're controlling the other four guys and, and making them go where they want to go or or at least reading and reacting off of where they are. One of them was TJ Tynan. Another was Jordan Smith. Um, just looking at numbers and stats, it seems like Joe Hicketts has at least that level of competency at the AHL. He certainly does. Uh, I, I would find it hard-pressed to believe that you could put him on an AHL roster anywhere and he wouldn't get a good look on the power play. Um, now, depending on where he goes, you may not be the number one quarterback because there are some extremely elite power play quarterbacking defensemen in the American League, but he's going to get a shot. Um, I, I mentioned his shooting ability. He's a guy that sees the ice extremely well. He sees the chessboard very well. He understands when to hold the puck, when to move the puck. Um, and when you give that extra space out there that the power play allows for, he can be very lethal. So I, I think he's someone that will be a power play guy, likely for the Ontario Reign next season, and certainly will try to push for a spot at the National League level, maybe not on the power play there, but that's where maybe the other side of his game could become beneficial because if he does go up to L.A., he's probably not going to be quarterbacking over the likes of a Drew Doughty, et cetera, but he can bring that shot-blocking, heavy, style of defense that even though he is undersized, he is able to not look and play undersized, if that makes sense. It it does. Now, I do want to talk about his off-the-ice stuff because there are a handful of players where the people who have, you know, those of us in the sort of, you know, orbiting part of the industry, we're not, we're not on the ice, we're not the players, but we work with them all the time. Every now and then there'll be a player that comes along where people just cannot wait to tell you what a great guy they are. Um, Jack Campbell was, you know, the, the first one that sort of really stuck out to me where you said his name out loud. I've used this expression a million times. Apologies to my listeners, but you say Jack Campbell's name out loud and there's a queue around the corner of people waiting to tell you what a great guy he is. Um, and so when I emailed you at first and you replied back, you know, are you going to love Joe Hicketts? And then now today when we started our call, he talked about, you know, how much people are going to love Joe Hicketts. What about Joe Hicketts is it that m makes him so endearing? Boy, um, I don't know how much time you have uh, for us here, but he is uh, he is a one of a kind human being. Um, the, the Iowa actually lost a handful of really great people this past season uh, from the playing side, uh, really because the prospects are really starting to come in now. So I think this is one of the reasons Joe probably isn't back. He sees that the Iowa Wild have a host of defensemen prospects coming in, young, high draft pick prospects that – it's called spade a spade. They're going to get minutes. They're going to be the ones playing. That's the goal of the American Hockey League. And But really, I think Joe headlines that list of, of personalities in the locker room that will be direly, direly missed. And 
he's just someone that has a twinkle in his eye. Hockey is fun to him. He's a veteran player, and he's not the veteran player that has been in the league so long that he's become grouchy, that he has become crusty. Every team has that veteran uh, around the American Hockey League. They're an important part of the locker room, too. They play a role. But Joe has such a twinkle in his eye when he comes to the rink. You can always hear him. I can hear him right now. I'm sitting down in my office in the locker room, and you always know when Joe gets to the rink because you can usually hear him barking around the room, good morning, good morning. He's that kind of a guy. He's up-tempo, he's high energy, and he's just really charming. He's charming and he's genuine. And I've always had a place in my heart for genuine people, and Joe Hicketts is exactly who Joe Hicketts is, no matter if he's talking to you, Jesse, or me, or anybody else in the world. He is 100% real ingredients. Um, I love doing, we had these uh, fishing segments. He was a big fisherman. He's been sending me pictures all summer. He was down in Mexico catching, uh, I think it was Mahi Mahi. He sent me a great picture from that recently. Um, so we would do these fishing story segments where he would tell fishing stories. And this guy can, un, he can, he can spool out a ball of yarn better than anybody. He's a magnificent storyteller. He gets you gripped. He gets you brought into the story, and he delivers it with a great punchline at the end. Um, I can't say enough about Joe Hicketts and who he is as a person. And as as great of a player as he is, and we talked about that, what the Ontario Reign and the LA Kings organization are getting even more so to me than the player is the person Joe Hicketts, and especially for an American League team, if he's going to spend the primary, uh, if he's going to spend the majority of his time playing for Ontario. You've got a guy that when those young players are around him, they are going to learn immensely. Adam Beckman, who's a very highly touted prospect in the Minnesota Wild organization, has been here the last two years. He roomed with Joe Hicketts the last two years here. They had a, an apartment together in Des Moines, and he has talked at lengths about what Joe Hicketts was able to teach him about being a pro. And that's the goal of the American League is to develop. And the LA Kings are looking for the same thing that the Minnesota Wild are looking for, and that's to develop young men. And Joe Hicketts will be a huge cog in developing young men for the LA Kings organization for as long as he's there. Well, now I can't wait to meet him. Uh, but you, <laughs> Well, good. You, you, should, you shouldn't be able to wait. <laughs> my mind is spinning going like, how do I convince the Ontario Reign team to build a, a content plan around Joe Hicketts? Um, you, you said real, 100% real ingredients. That's a fantastic phrase. I'm absolutely stealing that. So I just want to give Please do. I'm not sure who I got it from either, but I didn't come up with it myself. I, I love it's it. It's this business, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a great. that's a great turn of phrase. So the Kings sound like they're in kind of an opposite situation from the Wild in that over the past few years, we've had a number of younger players. This year, we've imported a number of players in Joe's age range, whether it's Santini or Charles Houdon or Kevin Connaughton, Hayden Hodgson. You know, there's there's a long list of guys in that age group. and But, but there are still young players that the Kings have hopes for. So is Hicketts the kind of guy who can mesh his real ingredients with other people's in, you know, with the other veterans in that room? Like, is this going to be a sort of, it takes a village to raise a child situation where maybe the Kings only have a small handful of prospects, but now they've surrounded them with a, you know, a tremendous amount of this veteran leadership. Yeah, I would say so. He, he takes great pride in being a major voice in the locker room. And even if he's not specifically pointing out or trying to shelter people under his wing, which I do think he, I've seen him do it here. I think he will do that with Ontario, just the way he operates and how much of a pro he is. He understands what it takes to, to win at the American Hockey League level. He has a Calder Cup ring for a reason when he was with the Grand Rapids Griffins, and he's an undrafted player that has played NHL games. Um, to me, 
those guys, when you find players that have earned every minute that they've gotten to play at the American League level or beyond, rarely do you find somebody that has done that and isn't just a, a treat of a human being. I think of Dakota Mermis, who's our captain here in Iowa, similar, similar stock there, undrafted player, earned every minute, earned every chance that they've received. Joe's the same way. And Joe also understands that as much as his on-ice performance coming into his late 20s now is important, he has to have that other side to him too. That's that's a part of being an important player at the American League level now if you're 27, 28, 29. Yes, the con- contribution that you get on the ice is important, but just as much so, um, what's going to be important to Rob Blake and his staff with LA is going to be how does Joe help to usher in the next generation of NHL players? Doesn't mean that Joe doesn't want to get there. Doesn't mean that he's not going to try his darndest to make sure he can find a spot on the LA Kings roster, but you can do both. You can develop, you can be a shepherd for the younger players, and you can also prove that when push comes to shove, if the Kings need an infusion of veteran presence on the back end, he can maybe be that guy too. Well, all right, now I just want him to get here already. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Hick. Ben, I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for joining us. Great to have uh, great to have this time with you, Jesse, and looking forward to watching Joe Hicketts do big things and maybe the Ontario Reign and I Wild could see each other in the Western Conference Finals this year. That'd be a fun uh, a fun reunification with Joe, that's for sure. You're quite all right with me. <laughs> Thanks again, Ben. <laughs>